Gentlemen, start your engine. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Andre Hutchins, and you are listening to episode 18 of Backseat Directors. And this will be actually our second movie review of this week. It's just that time of the year, and summer blockbusters are hitting the theaters hard this month. But today, I am so very pleased to introduce a first-time co-host and guest on the show, my awesome sister-in-law, Jewel. Jewel, how's it going? Going great. Thanks, Andre. Well, Jewel, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for honestly taking this last minute because I just texted Jewel maybe like two hours ago and said, hey, can you come do the podcast with me? (laughs) No worries. But thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to have you here. I'm very excited to talk about our movie. But before we get into that, we're going to do some get to know you questions. Okay. All right. Now it's time for some get to know you questions. Jewel, question number one. And I know you were kind of, you were already telling me you were having a little bit of trouble with yeah, this one, yeah. but that's okay. If you can't choose one, that's totally fine too. What is your Desert Island movie? Okay, so in my mind, it was a toss-up between Emperor's New Groove and <gasps> Robin Hood, the old classic cartoon. Because nice. I just, I just remember from my childhood just loving those ones. But after thinking about it, I think it's got to be Robin Hood. Really? Yeah. It's Perfect. Just, yeah, just the the whole theme of the movie and... Just remembering Robin Hood's voice when I was a young girl and just falling in love with it and <laughs> just wanting to be made merry and just brought back good memories and I don't think I'd ever get sick of it. So, so one, of, one of the things that Amy and I quote to each other all the time is um, when the little, the little bunny rabbit in, uh, in Robin Hood says, mind your manos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a great one. Hey, that's a great choice. I yeah. love that movie. That's yeah. fantastic. Okay, Jewel, question number two. What is your favorite movie theater snack? Okay, so I don't even know if they sell these in theaters or if they're even in the grocery stores. I haven't checked for ages, but when I remembered what I loved when I grew up, it was those shock tarts. I don't know if you remember them, but I haven't seen them around, and so I don't know if they still make them. You know, I I know they became like a part of the Willy Wonka brand, I think. uh I think. I I, I might be wrong. No, I love shock tarts. I Mm -hmm. love those, but I haven't had those in a long time. Yeah, and like the... The chewy ones, and I love sour things when I was a little girl. <laughs> See, Amy loves Amy loves sweet tarts, and oh, I uh-huh. I don't like sweet tarts. Mm-hmm. They're too like they're just too dry for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, but shock tarts, yeah, they're chewy. It kind of has like that starburst texture yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. And they're sour. They're so sour. Mm-hmm. Hey, great. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good, Jewel. Okay, uh, question number three. What was the first movie that made you cry? Okay, so I am just like a ball baby, and so I don't remember <laughs> the very first, but I know which one has made me cry the hardest. And that was Hachi. 
it's like the story about the Japanese dog yeah. and his owner and just like the loyalty and faithfulness that went into it. And then I was like a mess. I was seriously sobbing so hard for like the whole last part of the movie. And then even like 15 minutes after in that whole night, I was just so devastated. It was just very traumatic for me because I'm a dog lover. Yeah, no, those movies like I, I there, there are a few of those those animal movies that just really, <laughs> really pluck at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Old Yeller, you have mm-hmm. Where the Wood, uh, Where the Red Fern Grows, yeah, yeah. Um, Marley and Me, but Hachi is actually the second time someone has given that answer. Oh, really? Yeah, you're oh, not the only okay. one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tell you who it is after. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, question number four, Jewel. Do you have a favorite movie director and or actor? Um. Well, I. I have a few favorite actors. I oh, guess. cool. Okay, I, let's hear them. I love Danny Kaye. And I guess I love the more comedic type of uh, actors because mm-hmm. I love Danny Kaye. And I and he was like a classic, you know, comedy actor and just really good at dancing and singing. And then I also like Jack Black. It's so crazy. But um, he's just so alive to me. He just knows how to take his character and just make it so spunky and fun. That yes. Just, Makes it so entertaining for me to watch. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Jack Black movie? Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know too many of his movies. Uh, I haven't seen them all, but I do like School of Rock and yeah. I do like um, Nacho Libre. Yes. And he just is so bouncy and just springs back into action. It's just so fun. That so. that is that is one of my most favorite movies. I love Nacho Libre. Mm-hmm. It's so quotable. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I love it so much. But yeah, you know he's great in it. Okay, last question, Jewel. This one's kind of a tough one. If you could change the ending of any one movie, which would it be? And how would you change it? Okay, so that was a really hard question because I I don't know. I'm dissatisfied with a lot of movies. But I think once again, I like go to my childhood and what movies I really liked. But I remember Mary Poppins <laughs> when I was younger <laughs> and how she just leaves. And the kids, you know, don't even recognize her when she leaves you know they don't even thank her or the yeah. family doesn't even thank her and i think in my mind like being so grateful and appreciative is so important and and to not have that opportunity is just kind of sad to me <laughs> and so yeah 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 no I, I i totally get it but i think you know I, I i think that adds a lot to the character of mary poppins mm-hmm. you know she, she doesn't even mind she's a yeah. selfless servant mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah have you ever seen um it came out a couple years ago uh, saving mr banks yeah i did Did you see that yeah. what'd you think of i that? thought it was good i yeah, love that really movie mm-hmm. and i had i had no idea that was the backstory Me neither of the mary poppins story yeah no it was incredible it was cool. yeah okay jewel awesome fantastic <laughs> you answered all five Great answers. Um, And so, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and introduce um, this week's movie that we are going to review. Backseat Directors presents this week's movie. And this week's movie is Cars 3. Mm -hmm. On your mark, get set. Uno for the money, due for the show. Try to get ready and quattro to... Cars 3 is the final chapter of this Pixar trilogy. Lightning McQueen has enjoyed a long and lustrous career, and no one has been able to rival the success of this stock car racer. That is until the next generation of up-and-coming racers begin to dethrone the once mighty Lightning McQueen. Realizing that he has lost his speed advantage, McQueen must learn to adapt and evolve into a new kind of racer if he is to win that one last race before riding into the sunset of his career. Cars 3 was released into U.S. theaters on June 16th, 2017. 
and it has a running time of 1 hour and 49 minutes. It is rated G. So yes, bring the kids, bring them all. <laughs> uh, Cars 3 stars oh, once again Owen Wilson as he reprises his role of the iconic Lightning McQueen, Larry the Cable Guy as Mater, and two new characters voiced by Army Hammer as Jackson Storm and Cristela Alonso as Cruz Ramirez. So when trying to guess the, the new voice actors introduced in Cars 3 just while we were watching the movie, I knew that Jackson Storm sounded very, very familiar, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, but yeah, Army Hammer. Uh, he also plays in a movie that my wife and I just recently watched and we very much enjoyed as well. And that is The Man from Uncle. And he also starred in the much maligned Disney remake of The Lone Ranger. Uh, Cars 3 is directed by Brian Fee. And Cars 3 is actually Fee's inaugural directing debut. Fee has worked on numerous Pixar films such as Wally. Ratatouille in the original Cars movie, but as a storyboard artist and prop designer. Fee not only directed Cars 3, but he was also a writer of the original story for Cars 3. Cars 3 had a production budget uh, with a jaw-dropping $175 million, which was $55 million more than the original production budget of the original Cars movie that came out in 2006. So opening weekend sales in the U.S., brought in a respectable $53.7 million, and the worldwide sales currently sit at $91.4 million. The original Cars, though, brought in over $461 million globally, and I'm not sure Cars 3 will be able to match that awesome performance. Okay, listeners, uh, stay after uh, Jewel and I finish our review of Cars 3, because we actually have just a few minutes of uh, Jules' wonderful children, my two nephews, uh, Grant and Guy, uh, they went to the movie with us, and so they're going to give us their review and their take on Cars 3. And what better perspective than through the eyes of a child? So yeah, so stay tuned, listen, and I hope you guys enjoy. Backseat Directors Movie Review. Okay, Jules, so you and I and our families, <laughs> your husband, your kids, uh, my wife Amy, um, our parent-in-laws, we all went to go see Cars 3 on Tuesday night. So I know you and your family, you guys are big Disney fans, big yep. Pixar fans. Yep. And we just all recently went to Disneyland all together last year. Um, you know, we got to see Cars Land, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. So how excited were you for Cars 3 when you knew it was going to come out this summer? Yeah, well, honestly... Um, I was a little nervous because oh, Cars really? 2 was a way big of a tangent from Cars 1. Yeah. And so I felt, well, is Cars 3 going to like mesh them all together some weird way, you know, with Mater being a spy and all that? <laughs> or is it going to, you know, just go back to the original story? So I, I was just really unsure about how to be. But when I saw the trailer, it seemed like it would be more about the first movie. And, mm -hmm. and so that made it a little better. So I was, I was pretty interested and. I know my boys were just so super excited oh, for yeah. anything that was cars related to see it, and so yeah. It was I, I, I so I think that's a, it's a fairly consensus view regarding the previous two Cars movies. Mm -hmm. I think the majority of most people really enjoyed Cars, the original one. Yeah. And Cars Two was yeah, it was very different. Mm -hmm, it, yeah. it, it wasn't, and yeah, the fact that Mater Mater was kind of he was like the star character of Cars Two. Yeah. And it totally deviated from. The, the whole racing the whole racing line. aspect yeah. of cars yeah all of a sudden like you have cars but it has nothing to do with racing mm -hmm. which is like I, I it's like the lifeblood 
of the original Cars movie. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so with with those thoughts, what you what were what were your like first thoughts after Cars three ended? Oh, I w- I was pretty pleased about the outcome and how it did tie into the original yeah. story and focused more about you know Lightning and his personal growth and and how he was able to improve himself even more because you saw a lot of improvement in his own character in the first movie and you know how he was just so like snobbish you know and just mm-hmm. so full of himself mm-hmm. and and then in the end he was more caring about others and more focused on others and i saw that theme even more in cars 3 so i was very glad about that yeah same here i uh, i it's been a long time since i've seen cars 2 but i i mean i, I haven't gone back and watched it again just because you know they're i don't know for me it was just forgettable i've seen cars 1 tons of times mm-hmm. So yeah, so after seeing the trailer for Cars 3, I was pretty excited. And my same thoughts after the movie ended, I, I was totally pleased with the movie. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I, I was so happy that they went back to their original roots. Yeah. It's about Lightning McQueen. It's about his struggles. It's about his racing. And it's it's just, it's more Cars. Like when you think of Cars, like that's what you yeah, think of. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, no, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved the movie. I thought it was fantastic. Okay, so was there was there anything about the movie though that maybe detracted that you you think from, you know, the overall story or like things that you didn't like? Do you have any critiques about the movie? Um, for me, I actually predicted the outcome pretty oh, really? quickly. Pretty well, get-go. you and Amy halfway <laughs> oh, through really? the movie, Amy, <laughs> just like she always does. I swear, like she does it all uh, the time. But yeah, she's like, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing because for me, I never predict the ending, and it's always a surprise. So I was you know, actually surprised oh. that I actually oh. predicted the outcome. And so it was kind of a little bit of a letdown, you know, for me okay. already knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. But it was still cool to see how they actually played it out. Um, but at the at the very last part, um, <laughs> I don't know if this no, is going to hey, be go a ahead. spoiler uh-huh. at all, but at the very last part, um, it seemed like Lightning was trying too hard not to be himself. Oh. Like it was more like he was trying to replace someone, and and, oh, interesting. and so yeah, I just feel like it could have ended in a way where it showcased himself in his new role of how he really became, um, instead of trying to just fill somebody else's shoes. Yeah. So no, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, I, you know, there's there's obviously a twist at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's you know, this progression of, of Lightning McQueen's life, you know, and all the different things that he's going through and how he's changing, how he's getting older, Mm -hmm. really, you know? So where I thought the first movie, the first movie is about him really kind of, I guess, kind of getting his head out of the clouds. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, in order to race and win to slow down, you know? So like Mm -hmm. that whole, when him and Doc are talking in the first movie and Doc beats him every time around those corners, mm-hmm. you know, and in the dirt track. Yeah. And, and he tells him like, sometimes in order to go fast, you have to go slow. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a great message of the movie, you know? Um, and plus like the town that it takes place in radiator Springs. It's really a, slow it's town. just a little <laughs> town, you know, you have Mater people talk slowly, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, you know, there are things in life that, you know, sometimes you appreciate more when you slow down, yeah. you know, yeah. but this movie, um, you know, it it, to, it 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 even though it went back to its roots of racing and Lightning McQueen and things like that, I the the message uh, or messages of the movie I thought were different. But there were definitely some things I thought detracted from the movie, and maybe where I thought the story was a little bit slow. 
Mm-hmm. And so you have a lot uh, an introduction of a lot of new characters. You have Cruz Ramirez. Mm-hmm. She's the trainer, you know, yeah. to to Lightning McQueen. Um, and then you have, you know, you have the new nemesis, Jackson Storm, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. But so the scenes where he goes to the training facility and then, you know, he he kind of gets over the whole, you know, training regiment that they put in place for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was kind of getting lost into where like what direction they were going and what we were supposed to be taking from like. You know the uh, just whatever the themes or messages that were you know were supposed to, were being portrayed mm-hmm. through those scenes, but those scenes kind of move slow for me. But honestly, to be honest, I have very little critiques about this movie, mm-hmm. if any at all. I just I I just I don't know. It, one thing about Pixar movies I love so much is their originality, and even though this is a sequel, I thought it was very original still. Yeah, yeah. and so I loved it. I really did. Mm-hmm. So I. For me, I hardly have any critiques. And do you have anything else that... No, I, I just really liked how, you know, we have um, great mentors in our life. Mm-hmm. And how if we really bank on their wisdom, if we really apply it to our, our lives, you know, in a way that it actually works for us, then we can just, you know, soar and just yeah. become amazing, incredible people if we, you know, just respect our elders and, yeah, and yeah. listen to them. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's good. What, so tell me what were your, some of your like favorite scenes or, or your highlights of the movie? Um, okay. Well, I really liked when, you know, like you were saying that you didn't really like the training part and I can see why, cause it didn't make sense, but in the end they kind of bring it all together. Yes. And all the little, yeah. you know, things that he learned, he was able to use and and become successful mm-hmm. and so i think i really like that just like oh yeah that's why that was important that's why that piece was important because mm-hmm. in the end you know we might think that things are inconsequential in our lives right they don't really matter all those little pieces that we're learning but in the end you know it all makes a part of us it all brings ourselves into a better whole yeah where we can utilize every little thing that yeah. we've learned yeah so i really like that part yeah, no, that was good. No, that that's actually really good. So I've I've heard just because the movie's been out for almost a week. Actually, it's been out for a week now, um, and I've heard a few other people do some reviews on it and things like that. And I heard someone say that that it it moves slow and that the build up to the climax at the end was very slow. Mm-hmm. But um, I I I guess some parts were slow, but I felt like there was purpose in everything. And I think that's what you were getting yeah, at. Yeah. So like even though. Yeah, some of the scenes for me were a little confusing mm-hmm. on like what direction they were heading, like mm-hmm. the training and stuff like that. You are right though; like they were all pieces that ended, ultimately had a purpose, and that was building up to something. So, but and I don't mind slow movies as long as it's like with a purpose. And I felt there yeah. was purpose in everything. Yeah. So I, I think you're totally spot on. I love that. So I, I just just a quick highlight for me. Mm-hmm. My I think my favorite scene of the movie, just just so freaking fun, was. Was the mud pit scene when they're racing in the mud pit? Oh yeah, I loved that scene. I thought it was so good. Uh-huh. Um, and and yeah, I I don't know. There there really are a lot of highlights, and it, it I guess it kind of is hard to talk about our favorite things yeah. without spoiling. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I just um, you know, oh okay, Th- this was I I actually remember this. Um, in the very beginning of the movie, and I don't consider this a spoiler just because these are things that happen within like the first five minutes, but. Lightning McQueen doesn't win every race. Mm-hmm. And even before Jackson Storm and the new racers come into the picture, 
he's not winning every race, but not only is he not winning, but he's like congratulating and being friendly and Mm -hmm. teasing with the other racers that he's competitive with, you know, so he wins some and he loses some, but he's still confident and he's still, you know, on top, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And I, I, even though that was in the first just few minutes, I thought that was an incredible message to, to show to kids is, is like, look, you can win some sometimes and you're going to lose sometimes, but you can still stay positive, happy, confident, and still give it your all. Mm-hmm. And for me, gosh, that those first five minutes, I love those first five minutes. And mm-hmm. so, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a comeback story really, you know, for, for Lightning McQueen, but it's also like, it's like his, he's the cowboy riding into the sunset you know this is like his last chance so Mm -hmm. okay so our last part what what um well second to last part sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) what 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 do you think are some of the overall messages or themes that you took away from the movie things that like you would think kids or not kids but even you yourself would pick up on and like life's lessons and things like that um well i really like his drive you know how he had a goal he's like in the trailer it says you know I'm done when I'm say I'm done. You know, oh, yeah. nobody else can tell me right. when I should quit. Right. And I really like that because a lot of times in life, you know, you say, "Oh, you shouldn't do that anymore." You know, "Oh, your back's injured," or "Oh, you know, something mm-hmm. happened to you," and and you need to stop. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you can do it, you should try. And I don't think, you know, you should listen to the naysayers. Right. You know? Right. But I also like how you can also realize for yourself. Yeah, there. There's a time when I need to change my perspective, mm-hmm. where I need to shift my goals, or I need to um, give purpose in my life in this direction rather than the one that I thought about, you know, mm-hmm. for the, up until this point. Yeah. And so I think it, like, yes, have your goals, have your dreams, but also keep an open mind on how else in life you can be useful to the world and how you can make a difference in mm-hmm. other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Yeah. Uh, gosh. I feel like I feel like a lot of families that go to this and parents that take their kids, I honestly think a lot of parents are going to really enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. And one, because for me, one of the biggest themes that I took away was how how do you cope in your life when you are aging and getting older and you can't do the things that you used to yeah. be able to do? And so whatever it is, like it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be an athlete or something like that where you can't jump as high or run as fast as you used to. But there's so many different things I think where a person can relate to Lightning McQueen and what he's going through. Mm-hmm. You know, times are faster than than <laughs> you you are used to. Yeah. People are faster than you and whatever that might be, you know. And um, and so just like how, how are we going to evolve and how are we going to adapt with the changing world around us Mm -hmm. and as things seem to get younger and we get older you know so yeah um yeah so any final thoughts any any last things yeah um i actually thought of another one just now um i also like the theme of thinking about others get to see places rather than being selfish and thinking Mm -hmm. about your own desires and and you know getting all your your profit if you are aware of other people's goodness and you praise that and honor that then you'll have a lot more opportunities in your life rather than just solely thinking about yourself and what can you gain from it no i love that and i think that's a perfect way to to end our review of the movie because that that i think might be 
one of the most significant like messages of the movie and what ends up happening to Lightning McQueen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect, Joel. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's awesome. Okay, Joel. So to finish things off, we're going to do our backseat director's recommendation. Our recommendation. Okay. So, okay, Joel. So for you, is this a go see it? Like people got to see it in theaters. Is it a maybe wait? Like you got to see it, but maybe wait until it comes out on video or no go. What do you think? Well, if you're a Cars lover, I would say go see it. <laughs> I really would, especially in the theater because it's the full-on experience. And yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm 100% agreement with you. I think it's a go see it. Mm-hmm. I think if you've got kids, you got to take them to see mm-hmm. this movie. And even if you don't have kids, like I, Amy and I don't have kids, but I, I would have gone to see this movie regardless. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. So, yeah, de- okay, two go see it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, Jewel, that's it. That's a podcast. Okay, thanks. Hey, you're welcome. Okay, now I know I didn't ask ask you this before, and I meant to, but um, so um, I just ask all the guests if if people do want to reach out to you, if they like want to talk about cars or follow you on social media, um, how can they reach out to you? Um, I'm not super big on social media, um, just because I have kids, but <laughs> I do have an Instagram, I have a Facebook, if you want to be my friend, if you want to like me, that's fine. That's Perfect. Fine. <laughs> what, what's your handle on Instagram? Your your Instagram name, do you know it? Oh, yeah, it's it's just jujubinks24, it's my old high, or junior high name for my email and everything, and so, yeah. Okay, well, perfect. Listeners, if you want to follow Jewel, if you want to get her more insight and takes on Cars 3, because she did a very thorough review of Cars 3, loved it. Um, yeah, follow her on Instagram, and uh, if you want to follow Backseat Directors, you guys know how to get a hold of us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and yeah, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, etc. And make sure to leave us a rating if you like the podcast. Leave us a rating, let us know. And once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for downloading today's episode. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next week at the movies. The Backseat Director's theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album Ozo Motley presents Ozo Kids and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The BD Podcast. All right. What is your what are your names? My name is Guy. Grant. 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 Okay, and what movie did you guys go see? Cause Free. Did you like it? Yes. Yes. Why? Because other people I like it. I like it. And also we like it. Oh, okay. And oh, how old are you? I'm four years old. How old are you, Grant? Five. Who was your favorite character from Mine the Mine was, oh no, Jackson Storm and the blue guy. The blue guy? What blue guy? The dinosaur guy, blue guy, because he was just like trying to beat like Mimo Queen, but he was just like saying this, your blinkers are on, and he said, what? And he said, no, your blinkers aren't on. <laughs> yeah. Why was you just like that? They were just joking with each other. Mm-hmm. They had good friendship. Guy, who was your favorite character? 
My enemy queen. No, look. Um, why was why is the enemy queen your favorite character? Because he just flipped over and did this. Oh, he crashed. Mm-hmm. So, what was your favorite part of the whole movie? Uh, when the queen crashed. Oh, how come? Because he just did it. And did this. Was he okay? Yes. Did he get hurt? Yes. Grant, what was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, when, when they got muddled, when they went to that crazy part race thing, the funny one. The demolition race derby. Huh? Uh-huh. Why was it why'd you like that part? Because I like it. And alright. Mm-hmm. Should other people go see the movie? Yes. Should other people go see the movie guys? Yes. Why? Because it will be fun. Grant, why should they, why should other people go see it? Because it will be fun for them. What is your favorite treat to eat at the movies? Uh, popcorn and snacks. Mine is not snacks. Mine is a pop. Mine is a lollipop. Mine is uh, ice cream. No, if we take some in a freezing in a freezing box thing. That would be cool. Okay. If you're gonna only see one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Cars three. You would want to see Cars three over mm-hmm. any other movie. Yeah. And mine is Cars ten. Yeah, I want Cars eight. Okay. What was the first movie that made one, you cry? Two, uh, Cars one. What part in Cars one? Oh, when he lost, McQueen lost. When he lost? Uh huh. How do you think I'd look in Dinoco Blue? Dinoco Blue! <laughs> in your dreams. Thunder, what's he talking about, Thunder? Uh, you know, because Thunder always comes after lightning. Kabam! Kabow!